Hello, welcome back to another edition of the Triple Option Podcast, episode number three. We're going to recap Florida versus Miami. We also are going to predict our conference champions and final four predictions. We've got the top games of the week predictions, and we've got another segment of toss or keep. We also are going to do what is you doing, and we might get a little little stuff off our chest. guys florida versus miami recap what what was everything you thought it would be uh i was thoroughly impressed just by the game itself it was uh, a lot of fun to watch great for a first game in week zero probably a lot closer than everybody thought it was gonna be yeah it was a lot closer game than i thought it would be extremely sloppy game extremely sloppy game yeah the Tackling was terrible. There were tackles. (laughs) At at times there were. At times, I mean they had. It was both teams too. It wasn't just like uh, it was all Florida. Now Florida had some terrible tackles, but uh, I mean Miami at the beginning of that game, you saw him run. Tony run for that long touchdown. The tackles there were terrible as well. So it was uh, obvious that both teams needed a little bit more practice because they were not sharp. Yeah, I mean I. I thought it was a very sloppy game, but it was a it's a football game, so I'm glad it was back. I, I think both teams did they both have uh, more than a hundred yards and penalties each. I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at them now. Miami had 14 penalties at 118 yards. Florida nine penalties at 100 yards. I mean that's that's extremely. Honestly, sloppy. I wasn't paying attention that close, but I didn't realize there were that many penalties. But I did notice Miami had a delay of games multiple times. I know it's a freshman quarterback, but still. Yeah, freshman quarterback. I think his offensive line is extremely young as well. So. Obviously, <laughs> he got killed all night. What yeah, was that not, ten sacks? Uh, I mean, they were they were in the backfield almost every play. It seemed like, but that was definitely uh, that's all being a freshman quarterback inexperience because. I mean, you can't blame it on the crowd. It didn't seem like it was too terribly loud in there. So that's that's pretty much on the quarterback. And and I didn't think the I didn't think the coach really helped him out too much either. I, you know, maybe maybe some easier easier plays get get the plays in a little bit quicker to him to to help him out. But that's just inexperience. It's going to be a growing year for him. Yeah, and I mean, I think as far as the sacks go, you, you had the beginning. He was doing a little dink and ducks, and that was working, especially that first drive where they scored. But towards the end, they had to pass the ball, and it was just getting destroyed by the Florida defensive line, and they just couldn't handle it. And that's that ended up what proved to be the game winner right there because the offensive line could not hold Florida's defensive line. Yeah, it just seemed like Florida was trying to just let Miami win that game, especially at the end. Uh, who calls it? Who calls a throw? Who calls a pass play with what four minutes? left in the yeah, game first down there's like maybe four and a half minutes left and they're passing the ball all they had to do was run the clock out and, and old Felipe what what no no what's his name Franks Franks Felipe Franks you know I, I I don't necessarily mind the call I think it was an option play anyways he could have handed it off if he wanted to but I mean you trust your senior quarterback not to make a stupid throw but old Franks good old Felipe old Franks I mean I, I don't even know what to think about Felipe Franks some some games he he looks like he's a the guy for the job and other games he's throwing the ball over to the other team all over. it just seems like he still acts really young and immature uh, and for him to be a senior and still but play that, like that that dime down the field that was like oh that's beautiful that i mean that that won the game yeah but he's inconsistent oh absolutely he's abs- he's inconsistent but 
uh, he has flashes of looking really good. Yeah, I mean, I saw I saw a piece the other day. I, I can't remember if it was on game day or if it was before that the game actually started. But they had a guy interviewed him, and they were talking about how he was putting the finger to the to his um, to his lips, you know, hushing the crowd. And they asked him, you know, does he regret it? And he said he didn't regret it, but you know, he wouldn't do that now. And then he goes out there uh, last night, and he's yeah, ta- taunting, taunting the crowd, the team, so. taunting the crowd, and and s- talking into the camera. That just doesn't seem like a senior to me. Is I mean, his defense saved him in the end, I guess. But yeah, that was a terrible. Was my favorite part of the whole game was showing Steve Spurrier just shaking his head, <laughs> like, "What the <laughs> heck are you doing?" Uh, that's gonna be the best GIF ever. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one big takeaway. That at least both we can tell that both teams have really good defenses. Yeah, I, I think they look pretty good, except for the tackling part of it. I mean, they just they couldn't they couldn't tackle very good in space for sure. Yeah, tackling was really poor. Uh, I, uh, you know, back to the Florida trying to give away a game. My favorite comment that I saw was, uh, "Who's still hitting the Buffalo Wild Wings button?" Because every time <laughs> they should have <laughs> won it, uh, somebody like would hit the button and then Felipe Franks throws interception, fourth and set, well, thirty-seven, and then they get a pass interference for. Stupid play by the cornerback. I think they had another one on fourth down too. It was just yeah, that, was, that pass interference is like fourth and thirty something. Yeah, and all, all you had to do was let the guy catch it, tackle him, and the game's realistically just, over there. Just just co- common sense kind of stuff. But they tried to give it to him in the end for to pull it out. And uh, and I I think uh, Manny Diaz showed that he he's going to be a good coach in the coming seasons. I mean, e- even though they they didn't win that game. Um, he kept up with Dan Mullen, and it, it was sloppy, but I think he'll do well. Yeah, I think the I think Miami actually has some talented guys on there. Um, it's just going to take some time. We do have a toss or keep segment, but I do want to bring this up: turnover chain and touchdown rings. I, I just oh I I don't know. So hear me out on this. I, I'm not opposed to the turnover chains, the turnover belts, and whatnot, but. I think the thing that gets me the most is is how the first thing they do is they look for the camera and the whole team or the guy that's wearing the chain is, look, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. mind, you know, I see other teams that have, have these turnover pieces and and they just sit there, they wear it, they have it on their shoulder and they're sitting on the bench, you know, celebrating with their teammates, just kind of grabbing a drink of water. But it just seems like Miami just takes it to a whole nother level, and it's it's all about me. Let, you know, look at me on the camera. And I just that's just something I wanted to get off my chest. So I, I will give them this, as far as I know, at least they started the turnover chain, and now you got everybody else kind of following in their steps. At least that's what I that's what I remember. So they they at least did start it. I mean, the turnover chain to me is a little like too flashy. But uh, and then the t- the turn uh, what is it the touchdown rings yeah I mean yeah that's something new they brought out this year apparently yeah I, I think I saw some pictures of them that that's just I mean it's silly to me but you know I guess if it motivates the players I would definitely go with toss if we're gonna toss and keep I am tossing both yeah I mean their offense didn't look too good so I don't think the the touchdown uh, rings are gonna be brought out too much I like the turnover chain turnover chain school. Uh, it's a lot better than the turnover trash can that Tennessee had. <laughs> um, I would keep the turnover chain, but the touchdown rings, it's it's got to stop somewhere. That and that's just ridiculous. It's too flashy. I mean, it you can't even see. It looks like it says something on there on his knuckles because it's like it's pretty wide. I mean, it goes across the entire knuckle. It looks like it says something, but you can't tell what it says. So here's the question: If you get a defensive touchdown. Do you get the turnover rings and the turnover chain? <laughs> yes, they better. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. I mean, a pick six. A pick six. Yeah, yeah, you got to. And you're basically a rapper. You got the big whole rings and the big whole chain. <laughs> <laughs> now you need some gold teeth, and you'll be set. <laughs> Don't hold it past them. I bet Miami does it. Wow, they're gonna get some, they're gonna get some like gold. Uh, what do you call those things? Like the mouth gold mouth grills. Yeah. Gonna get a gold grill. <laughs> uh, a little, uh, well, they could do the the snail spinner, little s- spinner mouthpiece, and do it gold. 
That's true. That is pretty cool. I like that. I do. I like it too. I think it's kind of cool. Conference champion predictions. Uh, we're just going to go one at a time. We're going to start with the SEC, and uh, we'll work our way down. Go ahead, Matt. SEC. I got uh, Georgia versus Alabama, and I'm going to go with Georgia. Yeah, I'm going to go with Georgia. I think Georgia beats Alabama this year uh, in the SEC championship, and I think they make it to the playoff. So that's going to be my call. I've got Georgia in the east, Alabama in the west, but I do have Alabama coming out uh winners of the SEC championship. I just Georgia's got a better team than they did last year, but I I think Alabama's hungry after after losing the national championship game. They they've got a chip on their shoulder or as uh I think Corso said on game day they got a boulder, boulder on yeah. their shoulder. Yeah. So they're yeah, they're 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 not not happy right now and and the only thing they're going to the only thing that's going to make them happy is is going undefeated. Yeah. Uh I mean, I'm I'm the same Alabama versus Georgia. The only concern I have is that each time Alabama has played this Georgia team, they put in a backup quarterback to win, and they don't have Jalen, and vice versa. They can't put Jalen in and bring in Tua. So I feel like Georgia is going to be very, very prepared, but Alabama, like Chris said, Alabama is going to be playing hungry, especially getting waxed by Clemson. So I do see Alabama winning it. Uh, winning the SEC. I just think it is Georgia's time to beat Alabama. They lost to them twice when they they really shouldn't have and I heard somebody I really don't want Alabama to win, so I think it might have been on on Paul's uh show. Somebody said that this is the year if any year that Georgia can beat Alabama and go and and win a national championship it's going to be this year. And I can see it. I mean, they have the talent. Um, but if if they can't do it this year, it's going to be a very very long, long time for them to to build back up and get to that l- next level. Yeah, I mean this is definitely their year if they are going to do it. But like I said, I I think the only thing that's the the difference maker right now is is definitely Alabama. Just I mean they're 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 angry, they're hungry. Yeah, that's I think that's the difference. The ACC. All right. Uh. Well, I'm gonna go. Clemson versus Miami. I think Manny Diaz is going to take uh, Miami to the championship, even though they lost to Florida. This is his first year, isn't it? Yes. You think he's going to take them? You know, I saw enough out of him this uh, this this last game that I I don't see anybody that's good enough. The only the only other team that I considered was Virginia Tech, and uh, I just think they're going to. I mean, Clemson is going to probably. Uh, destroy them in the SEC championship. I just don't see anybody beating Clemson, but uh, that's a, Clemson is going to be the, who's going to win the ACC. Oh, I mean, I will say Miami has the defense for it, but they're they're going to have to clean up their offense. Well, you you say that. I mean, if they can just get that offensive line straight, I, that quarterback showed me some flashes. I mean, he he was pretty good, and the Florida's defensive line is pretty good. Uh, I mean, they're not going to see a whole lot of defensive lines that good, so. I think they'll do better. We'll, we'll see, but yeah, I've got Clemson beating Miami in the ACC championship game. It's the the Coastal Division is just is I just think it's really weak, and I think with Miami does have have a really good defense. Um, the, the freshman quarterback he will he will grow as the season goes along, and I, I don't think they're going to beat Clemson, but I think that Miami can at least make it to the championship game. I've got Clemson and Virginia Tech. I mean, honestly, it's a toss-up. You could you could put Miami in there, but uh, I think Virginia Tech has a little bit better program at this point right now. Uh, but watch out for Miami. Manny coming in, cleaning up their act a little Don't bit. Don't you say Pittsburgh? No, no, I, cha- I changed <laughs> Change my mind. mind. I changed my mind. <laughs> but, yeah, I've got Virginia Tech, and I, I, obviously I've got Clemson beating Virginia Tech. Big Ten. All right, I'm going to go with Ohio State versus Wisconsin. I think, you know, even though no more Urban Meyer and no more uh what is it, Dwayne Haskins. I right, th- yeah. I th- I think uh I think Ohio State's still gonna be good. And, you know, of course, who are you gonna pick out of the the other division? You got all the good teams in the one division over the Big Ten, so I'm just gonna go with Wisconsin. I don't think they'll be able to beat Ohio State, so ended up it's gonna be Ohio State winning it. 
Yeah, in the Big Ten, I've got Michigan beating Nebraska. I know Nebraska had a ba- really bad season last year, and that uh, that would be a huge improvement. Uh, probably Dang, the one of the, hot yeah, take. Probably one of the yeah, probably one of the biggest improvements you'll see. But I kind of base this on schedule. They they avoid a lot of the big teams, and and I think think just the fact that they're they don't have to face some of the bigger teams in the in the Big Ten that that's really going to help them out. Well, I'm looking at their schedule. Nebraska does have Ohio State September 28th, and then right after Northwestern. Northwestern is one of those teams that that's kind of they fly under the radar, but they're still a really good program. Um, so if they get through that, I can see it. You have anything else on your Big Ten pick, Chris? We, I mean, they they don't have to play. They do play Ohio State. They don't have Michigan. They don't have Michigan State. I'm trying to think of some of the other teams. Like they're they're missing. I don't think they have Penn State on their on their schedule either. So so that's that's what I what I'm tr- you know getting at is Nebraska's got a one of the easier schedules conference schedules for the Big Ten. So I I think that should help them out. But that's that's still going to be a huge improvement from what they did last season. Yeah, I actually have Wisconsin and Michigan. I think it's a do or die for Michigan to finally beat Ohio State, and I think they are going to do it this year. However, I think they choke in the championship game. I think Wisconsin gets them. Wow. Uh, that's, uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, I just don't think Wisconsin have it, has it, but you know, we'll see. If, if uh, Harbaugh can get there, that will be huge to beat Ohio State for him. And uh, honestly, I, I think if he gets there, I would say he goes all the way. Uh, I think he's going to be Wisconsin, but that's uh, that will be an interesting championship game for sure. Are you writing these down so when I get Nebraska picked right, uh, y'all can? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, bro. Big Twelve. Big Twelve. I got Oklahoma facing Texas in the their championship game. They they don't have you know separate divisions, so they the number one team will play the number two team at the end of the year, which will essentially be a rematch of a game that's already been played. But I just think I think Jalen Hurts is – I feel like when Tua showed up at Alabama that a lot of people just kind of kicked Jalen to the curb and 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 really didn't value the the player that he is. So I, I really think that that he's a lot better than, than most think that, you know, that most people think. And he – he he's gonna fit well in that system, and, and yeah, we can and we can get more into depth because we we're gonna predict their game in a in a little bit. But yeah, I think they beat Texas <laughs> in the championship game. I think they lose to Texas in the championship game. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Texas beating Oklahoma in the championship game. I mean they got uh, Sam uh, Ellinger or however you say his name coming, and he's been there I feel like forever. And uh, he's not a star that I would say, but he makes plays and he is tough. Um, and I think uh, I think Tom Herman and Texas get it done this year. Yeah, I mean, my mine looks exactly the same. I have Oklahoma versus Texas, another rematch game. It'll be a it'll it'll be a big game. Uh, but I do have Oklahoma pulling that out. Now we'll be interested to see week two Texas go, uh, plays LSU, and that that will let you know if they have what it takes to to beat Oklahoma in the Big Twelve. You know, I just want to say I am tired of picking the same daggum teams. <laughs> you know, you got Oklahoma, Alabama, and Clemson. I feel like in every playoff, and uh, so I'm trying to go out there a little bit. You know, Texas, Georgia. I can't not pick Clemson. I'm sorry. All right, Pac-12. So Pac-12, I got Washington versus Utah. That Pac-12 North is just loaded. I mean, all the good teams in the Pac-12 are in the Pac-12 North, and uh, and I'm just gonna go with Washington. Washington, and we're gonna talk about Oregon here in a minute. But uh, I think Washington pulls it out. They got, uh, I think they named Jacob Eason the starter, and uh, he was good when he was at Georgia before he got hurt. He was very good. And uh, what's that coach's name? I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's a great coach. Um, Peterson is it Chris Peterson? I don't know. I may be making it up, but uh, anyways, I think he's a great Just coach. Say it confidently, you're fine. It is Chris Peterson, and <laughs> so um, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna pull it out over Utah. Is my call. So I've got Oregon facing Utah, and Utah winning winning the Pac-12. I, Utah is going to be a surprise team. They they I feel like they're a dark horse. They could possibly even maybe sneak their way into the the Final Four. We'll see. 
but they have a really good defense and, and solid offense. I, I think that they should should be able to um, take take the Pac-12 championship. I feel like I should be Corso. Great pick. Great pick. Uh, I do have Utah and Washington, uh, not Oregon, though. Uh, but I have Utah beating Washington out for uh, the Pac-12 championship. Uh, we're also going to do our final four picks. Who wants to go first? Wait, you said you got Utah over Washington? Yes, Utah over Washington. You got it, Chris. Go with the final four. Final four, yep. All right, final four, I've got Clemson, number one. I think they go start to finish as the number one seed. And I have them playing the number four seed, Georgia. And on the other side, I have number two, Alabama, facing number three, Michigan. So that, so two SEC teams are going to get in there, and that's going to leave the Pac-12 out. But like I, said, like I was talking about earlier, Utah has a chance to possibly sneak in there. But I've got Clemson facing Alabama fifth time. Was that fifth time in five years? Five years, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, so you gotta you gotta leave two two two, two teams out. I mean, two big conferences out. Two <laughs> 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 two. Oh yeah, Big Twelve. Big Twelve's getting left out too. Got big yeah. Twelve and Pac Twelve. Wow. Yeah. I, I, see, I, I can I can see Oklahoma and Texas splitting championship game and and you know one team wins during the season, the the other team wins in the the championship game, and that that could kind of hurt you. You never know what the committee's thinking, but I've got Alabama winning it all. Chip on the, they got a chip on their shoulder, and the number one seed has never won the BCS national championship. And I have Clemson as the one seed. So, with the with the with the final with four, the final four, the final four. All right. Uh, well, like you said, I am tired of picking the same team, so I'm going to go different right here. I got Clemson as number one seed. Next, I got Georgia. Because uh, since I got them beating Alabama, I got Georgia. And then next I got Texas, and then I got Washington. I don't think uh, I, my other conference champ was Ohio State. And I'm just going to say that they lose uh, two, maybe three games, and then Washington sneaks in ahead of them. So. Yeah, no, there is not. I did see there has not been a two-loss team in the Final Four yet. So you would stick to the tradition. Yep. So Clemson, Georgia, Texas, Washington. Um, mine's a little the same of like Chris. Uh, I've got number one Clemson, number two Alabama. Uh, Clemson would face Georgia, another SEC team. I feel like again Georgia has a very good chance. Uh, and, and either either way, if I, I feel like the SEC championship win or lose, they're both in. And then I've got Oklahoma in for the last spot facing Alabama and. If that happens, that is going to be a very crazy game with Jalen Hurts coming in with the chip on his shoulder as well, Want to flash. The writers are going to love that. And uh, I know you guys didn't check, uh, didn't do this, but uh, just out, I have Utah and Wisconsin. That would that would be on that bubble spot. Yeah, I didn't go that in depth. <laughs> if for me, that then that would have to be Oklahoma and Utah on the bubble. So, yeah. anything else? I guess I didn't say who I was going to have winning at all. Um, Mississippi State? <laughs> Mississippi State. They got it all, man. <laughs> they got it. Somehow. I did not uh, think that's true, but I am going to go with Clemson. They're just too good. I don't see any of these other teams beating them. I didn't make my prediction. I, I, I've i got Alabama. I've got Alabama win it. I just they, – they have, they have a huge core coming back, and they're really hungry and very mad about the beating that they took – from Clemson last year, so I really don't want to pick Clemson again, but I don't see any of these teams beating them. They're just too good. <laughs> There's a lot of good teams this season. I really think that this is probably the closest, the closest that the the top four or five teams have been to each other. It usually, I mean, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, even Michigan, Oklahoma, all those teams are to me just they seem like they're really close. It's yeah, they're on another not, level. It's not like it's it's not like Clemson and Alabama lat last year or two years ago where they were just in a class by themselves. These other teams have have um, closed the gap, and it, it's going to be an interesting season for sure. All right, we picked. Five teams this week that we will predict. We are going to have a little friendly wager 
loser will have to do something. We're we're not sure yet. Uh, like a, some hot sauce, I have to drink some hot sauce. Or you didn't like my bring cookies idea. <laughs> <laughs> the loser has to bring snacks for everyone. Yeah, you got to bring the Capri Suns and the orange slices or something <laughs> like that. No, That's I think it has to be. Uh, needs to be worse than that. Yeah, it, it has to be good air quality, podcast quality humor. I mean, I'll tell them how good the cookies are if you bring them. No, negatory. All right, so first on the list, uh, North Carolina versus South Carolina. So wait, I need to know what this is. This is very important. Are we going <laughs> sriracha? <laughs> this is going to make me like a little bit more nervous about my we'll, picks. We'll, fig- yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, okay. No hot takes. You need to give us what you really think <laughs> is going to happen. Nah, I'll take it. I'll take. I'll take it if I go wrong. I got some good hot takes. All right, we'll fi- we'll figure out the the wager for the loser. But I got uh, you want my first hot take right here since we're going UNC South Carolina. Go ahead, let's hear it. North Carolina beating South Carolina twenty seven to twenty one. Mac, you know, I just I just don't really, really like uh, Will Muschamp, and uh, I think Mac- I don't either. I cannot stand Will Muschamp. Uh, I mean, I don't hate him, but I just don't think he's gonna be. Ever gonna he's be not a, that elite, elite coach. He's not gonna be the elite coach, and Jake Bailey's pretty good, but uh, North Carolina, I feel like they have athletes. Even though I looked at their record, and their record was terrible last two year, two and nine, yeah, terrible. But they have athletes, and uh, so I, I looked at their quarterback. I think they got a really high rated quarterback. He's a freshman. Uh, this is at North Carolina, and uh, hey, when you're putting these down, don't don't like change it. At your house, like, oh, I had South Carolina, because this is recorded. <laughs> we can go back and listen. Okay, all right. Chris, I'm going North Carolina. Chris, what you got? I've got South Carolina 34, North Carolina 27. So I'm going with South Carolina by, by seven points, roughly. First year co- first year for head coach uh, Mac Brown. He's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of work to do. Uh, like like Matt said, freshman quarterback coming in L- last season. That I think that was their big issue is they were having trouble with the quarterback spot. Every time somebody would come in to f- or come come fill in, they they would get hurt and they just couldn't get be consistent. They're returning a lot of starters, so I think it will be at least competitive. But I, I think South Carolina takes this. Yeah, I don't I don't have many notes on this game. Mac Brown's a great coach, but I don't see him turning it around. For the first year, they may have a winning season. I don't know, uh, but I have South Carolina. I mean, I, I I see them maybe making it to a bowl game. I don't see them having a great season, but I just uh, being at home. It's on record. It's on record. I got it. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take it, man. I'll take it. South Carolina really needs this game. They have an extremely hard schedule. They have to play Alabama, Florida, Georgia, and Clemson. Mm. That, that's three of the top four teams. And then Florida, and then throw Florida in there as a top ten team for sure. That. They they have to get this game if they're going to make a bowl. Mm, that's not a good schedule. Utah, BYU. You know, I, I looked at this game and I was like, wait, Utah, BYU? This is the first game of the season? This is a huge rivalry game. It's uh, the Holy War. The, yeah, the Holy War. Uh, and, I, and I just looked at it. I think I said something about this wasn't supposed to be the first week, but they had like one team had something the second week and one team had something the third week. Anyways. They're going to be playing this uh, Labor Day weekend, first week, a couple years in a row. I'm going to go BYU. <laughs> Another hot take, hot man. Take. I know it, but this is in Provo. This is in Provo, and they... No, no wonder you wanted to bring snacks. <laughs> yeah. we're de- you're definitely going to be taking the, the shot of the sriracha or whatever we decide on <laughs> with your hot takes. No, listen, listen, listen to my reasoning. I actually thought this one through. Okay, it's at Provo. Last year... They were winning. They were up by like twenty points, and then Utah came back on them. And uh, and I just see it's a rivalry game, so anything can happen. And so I'm gonna go BYU. Yeah, BYU blew a twenty point lead in the fourth quarter last year. Yeah, they're gonna be ticked. I mean, this is the first game of the season. Everything's gonna be sloppy. So even if Utah has a better team, I, I can see BYU pulling it out at home. I mean, th- this is definitely gonna be a close game. But B- BYU has. I know you're not gonna want to hear this, but BYU has lost eight straight games against Utah. But only one of them was by more than eight points. So this they're is the all year. close games. This yeah. is the year. I, I think Utah has just got a really good team. They're on the right side. Of, they're on the right on the outside of the uh, college football 
playoffs in my opinion and I, I think this will be a really close game a lot closer than than probably most people think but I've got Utah 27 BYU 20. You know, considering both of you picked Utah to win the Pac-12, I'm going to guess both of you are going to say Utah wins this game. You are correct. Uh, I do have Utah. I think I think they have a really good program. They've always had a pretty good program, especially when they busted up Alabama that year. I do see Utah, the, uh, as, as you said, Chris, one of those dark horse teams you have to look out for that could just sneak in uh, at any notice. So, yeah, I got Utah be, uh, winning that one. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're returning their, their quarterback and their top running back. So should they should be very experienced in the backfield. And, I mean, they have one of the best defensive lines and secondaries in the country. Utah is going to be a really good team. And, Matt, they can actually lose this game and still be fine because this is an out-of-conference game. So that's true. Yeah, the uh, with uh, BYU being an independent. How long do you think Kyle Whittingham has been at Utah? Just fun fact. Eleven years, uh, close. Two thousand five. He's been there a long time. Oh wow! I didn't realize he had been there that long. Um, that's pretty impressive. Uh, let's do Boise State versus FSU next. So, <laughs> I wanted to pick Boise, <laughs> but I already had too many hot takes. So <laughs> I, I wanted to pick Boise too. Go ahead. No, I I, re- I really did. Um, but it's at FSU. I think I looked at it. Uh, I think. Boise has a freshman quarterback, uh, freshman starting quarterback, and that's really what did me in. Going to Tallahassee with a freshman quarterback, I, I just don't see Boise pulling it off. I know FSU was terrible last year, and I, I honestly I don't have a lot of high hopes for Willie Taggart, but I think they're going to pull this one out. Uh, it'll be probably pretty close. I, I had 31-24. Who's, uh, who's QB for Boise State? I thought it was it's Chase Core. It's a true freshman coming in. Is yeah. it okay? I thought because I thought it was their. I think it was a, their sophomore Chase Cord, and that's what I had written down. But I, I don't know. I don't recall. Matt, before you lock in your prediction, prediction, would it change your mind if I tell you this is a neutral site game in Jacksonville? Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, it's yes. It's playing in Jacksonville. But no, it doesn't change my mind. Still yeah, essentially I mean, a home it's game. It's basically yeah. a home game. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, Chase Cord. I think is the starter quarterback. So he is he he's the freshman. Yeah, he's a, a true freshman coming oh, in. Okay, so because I have some notes down for Chase Gore, but go ahead. So I've got I've got Florida State thirty, Boise State twenty seven. Boise Boise's had a thousand yard rusher in ten straight seasons, but they're replacing a lot on their offense this this season. They're, they they got to replace their quarterback, uh, running back, top two receivers, but they do have a solid offensive line returning. So that. That should really help their true freshman and whoever picks up the load in the backfield. I just I still think Florida State's gonna Florida State's gonna they got a new OC Kendall Brosk coming in that should improve the the offense for Florida State. They they will be losing uh, Francois. I don't, I don't know if that if that's a good or a bad thing. Who knows? Uh, but second year under Willie Taggart, I think he he starts improving. Last year they didn't even make a bowl. Last year they went. No, five they had a seven. losing season, first losing season in a very long time. So I think he turns it around, gets this victory right here, and starts um, starts making improvements. And I think they make a bowl game this this season. Did they did they lose the bowl game last year? They was, didn't. They didn't have a bowl game. They didn't make it. Yeah, they were five and seven. They were, yeah, they had a losing oh, season. Shoot, I thought they played. They played that extra game at home just to see if they could make a bowl game. I thought. Uh, I think it broke a huge streak that they had of yeah. consecutive yeah, bowl games. Right. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, Brantley. Hank Bachmeyer is actually going to be the starter. I guess the Cord from guy, Boise State. Yeah, I think he beat out the Cord guy. Yeah, because I thought I saw that Chase Cord was a uh, was a sophomore and he had very very limited playing time and he suffered an ACL tear. So he's coming off of an ACL tear. So. Uh, I will just scratch that off of my notes. Uh, you said you had FSU, Chris? Yes, I got Florida State 30, Boise State 27. Okay. I I have SFU, F, FSU winning as well. Uh, um, SFU. They just ha- their, their defense is loaded. Uh, they have a really good defense coming back. After last year, their defense was terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was terrible. Why did I put loaded? I don't well, know. They, they have a lot of people returning. Yeah, they should they be more experienced. Yeah, more experienced because they had the last – no, it wasn't the last defense. Oh, they no, were just bad all around last they year. Were, they so. were bad all around. But, the, but they have a really good defense coming back uh, with the experience. James, their quarterback, has a lot of experience coming in. I you wanted a fun fact. He beat out Alex Hornibrook. I don't know if you remember that the quarterback from Wisconsin. was a grad transfer. And uh, he beat him out. So oh, wow. 
Anyways, I, I figured he would start, and I was like, I would have felt better about him starting than James Blackman. But I wanted to pick Boise State like yourself um, because FSU is. I feel like they're a dumpster fire right now. They they don't know what to do, what to do, what they're doing. Their coach is. Uh, I I don't even know how he got the job, uh, but I've got FSU winning twenty four uh, fourteen. Houston versus Oklahoma. Huge hot take right here. <laughs> I'm going to Oklahoma. <laughs> Houston, let's see, Oklahoma is a 24-and-a-half-point favorite. So, yeah, that's not happening. So, uh, Oklahoma for sure. I've also got Oklahoma. Big, 56-27. Did you have a score? I didn't know. No, I keep forgetting to say scores. Uh, I said 45-24, so about the same. Yeah, I, I have it down. It's going to be a shootout because both – teams do not have a very good defense Oklahoma was had the worst defense in the league last year are you serious yes they had the worst defense in the league last year I did it's, not realize it's, that. it's gonna be a little better this year uh but still not a good defense Houston uh if you if you remember back in 2019 Houston actually beat Oklahoma with Baker Mayfield 33 to 23 yeah but that wasn't that back when did they have Tom Herman I think they had Tom Herman then, and they had a good, a good quarterback. I can't remember his name, but uh, they got Apple White, which I, I think he's good, but he's not Tom Herman. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they still have a good QB coming in. Houston has a good QB coming in. They have some decent receivers. I just think Jalen Hurts is the is gonna, him coming in, and they have a very good core of running backs behind them. I see it going to be a shootout. I've got Oklahoma 48, Houston 32. Yeah, there will be a lot of points scored in this game. Houston's new coach, Dana Holgerson, is his first year. He's from, you know, from West Virginia. He he knows a thing or two about offense. Wait, so, do they fire Applewhite? I guess so. I mean, Holgerson. <laughs> okay, apparently. Oh, yeah. Scratch what I yeah. said earlier. Yeah, so Hol- Holgerson is the, their new coach. And so they lost their um, – He came from West Virginia. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They, so – They've lost Houston lost their offensive coordinator and their head coach you know from last season so but I don't I don't think that's going they're still going to have a good offense defense they, I don't think they've ever really had a good defense they're losing six of, the, of their top 8 tacklers Jalen Hurts should have a great great uh opener for Oklahoma the Sooners have had the past two Heisman Trophy winners and yep. he could he could be going for their third straight so I can see that all right, the biggest game of the week, I feel like, Oregon versus Auburn. Why don't you go ahead first, Brantley? You go, go, first? Okay. Yeah, go first. Oh, yeah. You got it. All right, so, bo- so, so this here's is the tiebreaker, this, right? Since yeah, this is going to be the tiebreaker. Wait, well, wait a second. No, no, no. Have tie- you guys picked all the same? T- yes, you have. So the, no, the tiebreaker is the score of this game. If, if we're, like, depending on the records. Correct. So um, do you have it written down so, so you can't prices write me? Yeah, yeah, I have it written down. I'll show you. I have it written down. Hey, I'm typing it up right now. Everything goes into my but, notes. And, and I'm going first anyway, so. True. You're looking at a really good offensive line versus a stacked defensive line. I think Auburn has, I feel like Auburn has the best defensive line coming back this year. Auburn's defense looks really scary this year. I think that's going to be their core because they do have a freshman quarterback coming in, Bo Nix. He is good, but he is no Justin Herbert. Justin is a first-round draft pick quarterback, and he has a lot of talent around him. I think it's going to be a defensive game. Who's going to hold who? I feel like Auburn's going to take it. I've got Auburn 28, Oregon 20. Auburn wins it. And I have to pick Auburn because I'm going on a cruise with a buddy who's an Auburn fan, so uh, <laughs> we're going to be watching that game together. <laughs> I could make or break his trip for sure. Yeah, it, it will. It will. Yeah, This. You know, so this is a rematch of the – 2010 BCS National Championship game. Auburn won 22-19. Yep. Uh, I think this is a really huge game. I, a lot of people probably aren't talking about Oregon or Auburn as far as being a championship contender, but I think they're both dark horses. The winner of this game yeah. could surprise the whole nation. I mean, we've seen it with Auburn before. They came out when they're not not picked to go high. They that's when they they come from nowhere and, and it's, it's also a big year for Gus Malzahn. I mean, he. <laughs> He's definitely on the hot seat, and uh, usually when he's on the hot seat, he's going to do well. Yeah, is, is he calling plays now, or did he pass that? Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I think he, he hadn't in the past, but he is this year, and a lot of people are saying that's going to really help them. Yeah, so you're going to look speed on both. Both sides is going to be a very 
speedy offense. If I think Gus Malzahn is going like, like Brantley, like you said, Auburn Auburn probably has top three defensive line in the nation. Their their linebackers are their problem. They they just never seem here lately. They just haven't been able to to recruit linebackers for some reason. But their defensive line is is usually pretty strong. And this year it's it's no different. It's it's really good. I would think that Malzahn's probably freshman, true freshman quarterback. He's probably going to try to establish the run early, slow the game down, little screen plays, maybe some maybe some end rounds with some of their little scat backs. And uh, I see, I see a lot of trick plays, especially at right out the gate. I see a lot of trick plays. Well, I mean, it's it's not an Auburn game without a Malzahn <laughs> yeah. trick play. That's that's <laughs> that's all he does. Uh, it's Gus Gus, exactly. So I've I've got Auburn winning by field goal. Auburn, I've got Auburn thirty, Oregon twenty seven. I think this the the matchup to watch is the Auburn defensive line against Oregon's offensive line. Oregon's offensive line is is very good too. Yeah, and but I, I just I don't think they can hang. Uh, that, yeah, they got Mar- Marcus or Mario Cristobal as their head coach, big offensive line guy. Before him, Oregon was known for having kind of lighter offensive linemen because they always because they ran all those fast quarterbacks and those hurry up offense, fast plays. But Mario Cristobal wants to be more downhill guy so he's recruited bigger linemen which is going to help he's going to need them against Auburn yeah all right you know I'm kind of along the same lines as you guys you know Auburn is the three and a half point favorites but let me know how much does that really matter uh Herbert scares me a little bit Oregon is definitely going to have the better offense you got Bo Nix being a freshman quarterback he's going to make some freshman mistakes the question is, is it going to be enough for Oregon to win? And I think, like we said, in the end, the answer is going to be defense. Um, I don't know that it'll be a defensive game, but there's just going to be so many mistakes that being able to get to Justin Herbert is really going to cost Oregon. Um, the, Auburn's going to going to be over him, and it, you know, kind of like the end of the Florida game, they're going to get on top of him, and that'll be, end up being what it is. So, I got 27-24 Auburn. Yeah, it looks like we all have really close games, which which is why this is the game of the week. This if you if you can only watch one game, this is the one you want to watch. Yeah, and and everyone every one of these are really close scores too. So yeah, and I so y'all both have all the same picks, and I have two different ones. So we'll get we'll give you a really nice challenge you have to do on air. Yeah, the, we probably won't even need the tiebreaker. <laughs> wow, I hope they both. Both the teams that I picked win, and y'all have to figure out who y'all, who of y'all gets to take the sriracha. Yeah, so I'm really interested to see how Justin Herbert handles an SEC defense. I, I don't think he's really played in a, a huge game. I know he's a top NFL quarterback prospect, but has he faced a defense that, you know, similar to SEC or similar to the NFL? I don't. So I'm kind of curious to see how he handles that in the pressure because he's going to have to think quick and make quick decisions. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be a big test for him. And honestly, this is just one of those those games that I just feel like Auburn ends up winning. They pull it out somehow, and it's just it's just they're gonna pull it out. Uh, so that's just my gut feeling. All right, guys, toss or keep. We are doing XFL team names and logos. Now, before we get into this, I did a little research on all the semi-pro leagues that have completely failed. So there are there are only two that haven't really quote-unquote failed. AFL, American Football League, they basically turn into the American Football Conference. They're, they're the other side of the NFL. They are the AFC. So... The AFL turned into the AFC in the in the NFL. And the Professional Spring Football League, that is basically a training camp now. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine quote-unquote semi-pro leagues that have completely flopped. Why are we- Professional Indoor League? Don't they, don't they still have, uh, what's that? They still have arena football. Arena league. football, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, they still have Arena Football League and I guess Canadian Football League. Those can, I guess, can be considered the only couple of semi-pro leagues that have been successful. But what's the what's? Uh, uh, let's do this. Let's predict how long this XFL league is going to last. Who wants to go first? 
I just want to say how disappointed I am in the uh, shoot. I can't even think of the name of it. The one that just died. Just uh, the uh, the AAF hey, Alliance uh, of American uh, Football League. I mean, at least last a year. Come man, on, th- man. And honestly, I thought that they would last for quite a while because they seem like they had a good business model for all the teams, and, and it just seemed like a really good business model. They had a flat payment for every single player. Uh, they had insurance. I overheard what happened is they didn't run out of money. It's just the bank wouldn't give them their money. They had a loan for X amount of money, and the bank can basically pull it if they don't see a revenue coming in. So the the bank just cut, I it had cut to them do off. With the, I thought it had to do with investors that they didn't want, decided they didn't want to invest and lose a no, million. No, dollars. so they had to go out and and get money somewhere, and that investor came in and and basically bought bought the AAF and then he closed it himself because all he wanted was the the app to to bid place bets yeah yeah, yeah. sorry to place bets but uh, who wa- who wants this right. how long is it gonna last I'm gonna go with four years <laughs> that maybe actually I'm thinking that may be a little long but uh, it, it's just history I don't think it's gonna last. And uh, I, I know Vince McMahon says it's going to be different this time than it was before. And, man, I hope it is. I hope it's good, but uh, I don't see it being that way. Do you so. know how old Vince McMahon is? He's got to be in his 70s. What? Uh, I mean, I've, I'm going to go, man, you, you, you biased me from listening to what you just put 70s. I was going to say lower. I'm going to go 58. Brantley, you got to guess? Uh, he's got to be like 74. 74, right yeah. on it. Boom. What? Oh. Obviously, I don't know much about Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he's got a lot of money, so he can he can definitely fix, you know, make himself look younger. But you said four years. You think it's going to last four years? Yep. Yeah, see, I'm kinda, I feel right about the same. I, Vince McMahon is, is loaded. You can't take four. I already said yeah. that. you got to take something different. I'll take something. I, I'll go um, I'll go three three years. Uh, Vince McMahon, is a, he's a billionaire. He's got money. This will go as long as he wants to lose money. I mean, uh, if you're 74, I mean, why keep all that money? We'll try to do something with it. <laughs> Who cares if you lose it all? Uh, I'd like to see it last, uh, but it's not It's not like it was last time with the nicknames on the back of the jerseys. I think that that was kind of cool. The biggest deal with the XFL last time is so many people were getting hurt because there was no fair catch. So it is going to be different different this time. It, Like you said, it just depends on uh, how much money Vince, Vince McMahon wants to put into it. I, I mean, y'all are right on the line that I was going to think three, four years. I, I, I mean, just so I can be out there, I'll put five years on it. But I don't see it lasting that long. Unless somebody, unless some another investor comes in, takes it from Vince, and and he wants to take control of it over it. This, I mean, the XFL. This, if any of these leagues are going to going to make it, this is this is the league. It's got Vince McMahon. He's every, not everybody, but most people know who Vince McMahon is. He's a, he's a very good businessman. They've got. Uh, I was just pulling up the the schedule, and it looks like it's going to start. I think the Saturday right after the Super Bowl in 2020, and that's that's perfect. Yeah, people want foot. People like football. They want to watch football. And what's the first thing you think about at the the week after the Super Bowl is I don't have football for a, you know three four months, and this gives fills that void for people. And and it, I think it's got a pretty good TV deal, which which will also help. That that's really key. Yeah, the AAF didn't have a good football. No, uh, a, a, did not have a, a good TV. Good, uh, TV didn't deal. they start after right after the Super Bowl as well? I think I think so. Around around that that time when football. Who, who do they have a deal with right now? The TV deal. It looks like Fox and ABC, so which which is also ESPN. So those are big players. That that yeah. Outside of CBS, I mean, you can't get any better than ABC, ESPN. I mean, that's Fox. that's probably your biggest thing is getting in front of people and getting people to see you. Uh, you know, you get going on that, and people kind of get into it. Um, maybe maybe they can go a little longer. I don't like being in the middle of this with my, the four years because I'm not going to win if it's longer than if it's longer than five or before three. But there's no wager on this one. It's just a I want to be right. <laughs> you could be. I I don't like like being the the low low uh, man on the total pole on this. It, it's hard to. I guess history would would say it's not going to last more. You know, three years is probably a, a lot for it to last. But after looking at this TV the TV schedule and 
having it after the Super Bowl. So it's not competing with anything except for, I guess, maybe spring training, baseball, maybe a little. It's NBA, March Madness, I guess. But people will still watch. Yeah. I'm going to bring this up four years later when we're all, <laughs> when we're all making millions, you know, off this podcast because we do it all every day, all day, and quit our jobs, um, that I was right about the XFL quitting in four years. All right, let's get into toss or keep. Toss or keep. First team, Dallas Renegades. I like it. Uh, I'll go first. I like I like the uh, the logo and I like the colors, the blue and red. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I looked up. I just googled what a renegade actually was. Fun fact: a person who deserts or betrays an organization, country, or set of principles. So that was interesting. Nice. I don't think I really, I don't think I really knew that. I mean, I kind of had an idea what a renegade was, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with keep. I like it. I'll I'll take keep as well. I I like the color scheme, the name the name is is fine with me, and the, and the logo is kind of neat too. It's kind kind of like a cowboy outlaw looking uh, logo. So I'm keeping it. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I keep. I, I would be interested to see what their uh, uniforms look like, but I do like the logo. I like the name. I like the colors. So I am also keep Houston Roughnecks. So the logo looks like the Oilers. It yes, that's the first thing bit. when I saw it. The yeah. first thing I thought was they just ripped off the Houston Oilers yeah, logo. They, they totally did. So I'm gonna go definitely toss on the logo. They could they could have done something better. I, I like the idea of the Roughnecks. I guess I'll, if we're gonna do toss and keep, uh, I, I would keep the Roughnecks. But come up with a better logo. I, I mean, you got red and white, so that's fine. Depend on the jerseys, like you said, but depending on the the redness of it. Prefer more maroon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of on the fence on this one. I I think the I I, I like the color scheme. Uh, Roughnecks. That's it's, it's kind of it's border. I, I, yeah, it's I don't border know. Line. I don't know I'm about the the team the team name. Uh, but w- w- another thing that besides the fact that it looks like the old Oilers logo, another thing that struck me was the color scheme is is very similar to the Houston Texans. So I don't I don't know if that's a a good thing or a bad thing. I guess you could people are gonna get confused. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially if Sean Watson goes down, they probably have about the same or a similar season. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'll, I'll just I'll I'll pass. Toss them both name and logo. Yeah, I'm yeah. both of them. I, I don't mind the color scheme, but logo name I'm, I'll pass. Yeah. Toss it. Yeah, n- now that I look at it, it the logo looks really boring. It looks like uh, I don't know. It's just an H with a oil tower behind it. I'm a little off on the roughnecks. I'm I'm not a big fan of the name. It's a little borderline for me. Especially this day and age, everybody gets a little sensitive. Toss on both of them as well. Did you look up Roughnecks to see what the definition was, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> nope. nope. All right. Uh, the Los Angeles Wildcats. Hard toss. It, this, out of all the logos, this this one appears to be the the plainest. Uh, I, it's I don't. So, it's so much creativity. Uh, it's so boring. An L and an A. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't like the color scheme. It's basic it, wildcats that i mean that's the most basic team mascot name as well so i guess the logo does fit the uh the team name but <laughs> i I'm think passing. it's la for lazy <laughs> 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 all right I, chris is a toss well what about you matt absolutely same same thing just just zero creativity i mean you just got an l and an a and then you got wildcats i mean just come on um i'm with you I, I mean, I like the Wildcats. I mean, I I think it's kind of cool. Uh, in their movie, a football movie, um, and the team names is Wildcats. With Goldie Hawn? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. What movie is that? Goldie Hawn's in a football movie? Yeah. Look at me. Not it's knowing the football movies again. things better than diamond rings. Football. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, the movie is literally called Wildcats. Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. I thought so. Um, there's a lot of it's football teams. It's in the mid '80s. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. I'm surprised you didn't bring it up in our, in our <laughs> draft. Uh, last week. It's it's actually a good movie. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. So you should go watch it. Uh, but I'm with you. The logo is boring as can be. I mean, y'all got a lot of money going into the XFL, and this is what you come up with. I like the. I, I'll I would keep the Wildcats name logo terrible. Toss logo. The New York Guardians. Okay, I can't see it. So that's so New York Guardians. 
I'm going to go with Keep. I think it's pretty cool. It is different for sure. I don't know that there's a many Guardians names in any type of sport, so I thought it was pretty cool. And the logo itself, that looks more like a Wildcat than uh, anything LA's got. <laughs> I think yeah. I looked it up, and they like said something about being gar- a gargoyle, which is yeah. a little bit weird. Yeah. But yeah, see, I, I know I'm a little bit older than you guys, but y'all remember the cartoon Thundercats? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that, that's, see, that's the first thing I saw was it looks like the Thundercats logo. They should have uh, just been the Thundercats. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. So you're keep on both of them? Yeah, Matt. I keep both right. of them. Chris? Yeah, the, the color colors are looks like black and gray. That's kind of looks like maybe the Raiders yeah, a little bit. Uh, type color scheme. I like the logo. It's it's they did they did a little bit more work with that than than LA did for sure. And I think the as far as Guardians, I I didn't I don't even know what a Guardian is, but it seems to you know it, I I like it. I, I would keep it. Uh, I think in the XFL prior before before they closed or closed shop, I think New York was the Hitman. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think they were I the think New York right. Hitman, and obviously today's age that you can't can't really have a team name called yeah. the Hit <laughs> Hitman, so they they had to change it. But I, I'll keep. I'm keeping the Guardians. Yeah, uh, I I guess they didn't like gargoyles. I guess people wouldn't be able to pronounce that because that's what it looks like a gargoyle. Uh, I I, I dig it. I think it's cool. Uh, Guardians. Mm, uh, I, like I said, I guess There's a movie with owls called Guardians or something, right? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I keep I keep both of them. Uh, I like the I like the logo. Guardians, not a bad, not, not bad. All right, uh, St. Louis Battlehawks. This is my favorite. Like I think this logo is awesome with the sword and the wings and everything. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna keep on both of them. I, I don't know. I just really like it, so I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, the blue and white I also like. So. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure about this one. That, the blue and white kind of reminds me of St. Louis Blues. Kind of, ha- you know, kind of yeah. keeping the same mm-hmm. color scheme. That feel. Same feel. Uh, the logo's not bad. It, like you said, it's a it's a sword in the middle with uh, wings, <laughs> and it's kind of <laughs> battle hawks. I, I don't know. I have no idea what a battle hawk is. All, all you see is it's their a wings hawk that and battles and the logo. But uh, I, I'll keep it. It's it's it's, so in, it's interesting. So if I'll, you have I'll the same it. color scheme. You can just wear the same color shirts everywhere, and that's that's cool. I yeah, get, but I if get. you're in the if you're trying to sell merchandise, though, this mm. is true. You sell less merchandise. You should tell that S- to the XFL. Selling merchandise is how you stay in business. I like the name. I like the Battle Hawks. I think it's kind of cool. It's unique. I'm just uh, the logo doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Why why don't they have a hawk? Why it has wings and a sword. They're they're the wings of a hawk. Okay. I, I, but again, uh, I I feel like me being a Blackhawks fan, uh, and, and I mean I know we don't have a hawk. It needs. I feel like it needs to be a hawk. I don't know. I mean, the Eagles don't have a picture of an eagle, do they? At least on their helmet. I'm thinking of their helmet. I don't know. I was just thinking of bird. <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> of bird balls. I like it. Whatever. Yeah, you hate on it. I don't care. But uh, I mean, I I keep the name. Uh, I th- I feel like the logo could be better. I toss the logo. Seattle Dragons. My high school mascot was a dragon, but it was maroon and white. So I'm I'm gonna go keep on the dragons, but I don't like the logo nor the colors. So toss that. Yeah, I'm I'm tossing it. Uh, dragon, it's an okay mascot, I guess. But to me, they it looks like they got lazy and they just copied UAB's logo. Yeah, I mean, same. I mean, it's, it's pretty close. Same colors. I mean, it looks nearly identical. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they could have done Seattle Blazers. I think that probably would have been a little bit better name. Dragons seem boring to me. Uh, the lo- I mean, the logo seems kind of cool. I mean, it doesn't. It's not. It's not too bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm probably if we're gonna do both, I would toss the name. The dragons is boring. I'd keep the logo. The logo is kind of cool to me. The coolest thing about dragons is that you can have a dragon on the scoreboard and blow fire when you score touchdowns. That's if, what we did. If you score touchdowns, yeah. yes, yes, sir. Tampa Bay Vipers. My first thought <laughs> when I look at this logo, and I, I feel like I can't remember it, but anyways, it looks like a roller coaster ride, a logo for a roller coaster. The Viper, ride. the Viper yeah. in Tampa Bay. Sure. Is it in Tampa Bay? I think. I don't know where I've I'm seen gonna say it, that, but I'm just like going to say it. everything that I. I'm just going to say everything it's confidently. True. It's def- definitely true. Bush Gardens Viper. Yeah, but I think it's in I Atlanta. Think it's Six Flags. Six yeah. Flags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go toss. I don't care for it. Boring. 
I'm, I will toss it. I, the, I like the color scheme. Vipers is decent, decent name. It, it's the first thing that struck me was it looks like the Oregon Ducks. Um, yeah, a little bit. Color scheme, basically. I, I wasn't too impressed with the logo, but the name's not bad. Color scheme's not bad, but I'm still going to toss it. I like the name. Uh, the logo's boring. Again, I uh, don't care for the logo. With Tampa Bay, they have gone way out with their color scheme because Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're red, gray, and black-ish. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, blue and white. So, and now they have a green and yellow, bright green and yellow. Uh, so they are going out there with the color scheme. I, I dig the Vipers. I mean, Vipers kind of cool. Yeah, the logo is it's just kind of poorly made. Um, so I'd keep the name, toss the logo. The Washington D.C. Defenders. So f- to me, this the first thing I saw. I thought this was an MLS team. It, it's it, it's, it has that feel. It's it's basically a crest of. That you you would see it on a soccer logo. That's pretty much what it is. Um, defenders, not not really impressed with the name. Uh, I like the color scheme, but not impressed with the logo either. It's just it just looks like a soccer team. It it doesn't fit with all these other logos. Yeah, I thought it looked terrible. <laughs> I would just vote both down. Get get them out of here. I mean, it it looks old. It looks old timey. The logo does so. Make it nice and cool. That's what I want to see. Yeah, um, I mean, it just looks like a soccer logo. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I toss both of them. Let's go cut into the chase. Uh, I, I it I don't like it. The color scheme's okay, but yeah, it just seems like they just picked a a major league soccer logo, put it on there, put DC, and and then they're like, oh, we need a name. Let's just be the Defenders. So yeah, I toss both of them. I was just gonna say, so when people are listening to this, are they gonna sit there and pull this up on their phone while they watch it the whole time? <laughs> I mean, I thought we described them. About as well as we could. It, you, should, you should have a good picture of exactly what's <laughs> from our yeah. description. Did uh, do y'all have a favorite? I told you mine. Battlehawks. Uh, I, I man, see, I like the Battlehawks name, but I'm I like the Renegades. If I had to get a sticker, put it on my Jeep, definitely be the Renegades. Yeah, if I had to, if I was forced to purchase merchandise from one of these logos, I was going to go Renegades. I like that. I like that color scheme and and yeah. the logo the lo- is pretty. Logo is cool. cool. I like the logo. All right, our last segment, What Is You Doing? This is one of my favorites. I enjoy this segment. Right off the bat, Baker Mayfield, what is you doing? Throwing shade on Daniel Jones. Come on, man. What is you doing? I mean, this is just straight up in Baker Mayfield. <laughs> you know, he's he's going to call people out. Everybody else was thinking it, to be honest. I mean, that's what everybody said when they got drafted. <laughs> he's just going to actually say it. I can't believe they picked him, whatever, number six overall or whatever. That's It's just pretty hilarious to me. I mean, it's crazy. Nobody could believe that he got picked number one overall when he when he went. That's so. true. You would think if anybody could relate, it would be him. But I think he got his words kind of got taken out of context. But at the same time, I think he kind of meant it, and he just all of a sudden tried to backtrack out of it. Yeah, like you were saying, Matt, everybody was thinking it. But come on, man, you got a job to do. He's got a job to do now. How about you worry about your offensive line protecting you, and you worry about hitting those receivers because that performance you guys played against Tampa Bay was horrible. So what is you doing throwing shade on Daniel? Daniel Jones looks good right now. I mean, I, I think he's playing very well uh, considering the fact everybody's hating on him. Somebody had him as a sleeper pick. It wasn't me. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> he might be starting this season. I mean, he's a backup quarterback. It's, it's kind of crazy that he's throwing shade at a backup quarterback. So that's – that's pretty silly. But, yeah, I mean, he, I know he kind of backtracked a little bit, but he's Baker Mayfield. He's going to do some stuff like that. That's just the way it is. I, I still am liking Baker Mayfield a little bit, but if he continues with this, uh, uh, I'm going to go back to, to hating him. What is you doing, Andrew Luck, retiring? What is this, a week before the season starts, regular season? Two weeks. Two weeks? Wow. I mean, the best tweet around was, uh, wh- why couldn't you have retired like an hour earlier when I just had my draft? I saw that going around. Well, well, listen to this. O.J. Simpson drafted him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 <laughs> he was not happy. <laughs> so, so, Andrew Luck, you need to be watching your back. Well, apparently they knew this. Like, they'd already, the Colts have known this for a little while, and they just finally announced it right now, which is pretty crazy. But, uh, 
what is he? He's only been in the league for what six years? I don't have my uh, notes pulled up. I, I probably should have pulled six, my notes. I feel like six, six to eight, somewhere in that range. And he's been, he's really when he's been healthy, he's been so good. Uh, and it just, it really sucks. I mean, he's one of those like guys that everyone likes. He's like that super nice guy. Yeah, for it's, him. it's really hard to hate on him. I mean, you saw his pre- press conference. It was, uh, it was a really tough decision for him. And, you know, you can call him soft if you want for just kind of quitting. But, you know, to each his own. I mean, did you – so they were – it was during their preseason game when this broke. And the fans at the stadium were booing him as he was walking yeah. off, off, the, off the field. I mean, I wish – you know, we're, we're trying to enjoy the first – the first real game, college football game of the season, and you have to deal with breaking news. Andrew Luck is retiring. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I didn't think it was real. I thought it was it was something fake. But he's a young guy. I think he's twenty nine. He he probably he's. I think he said he wanted to just kind of travel the world. You know, spend his. He's made probably fifty million, so he probably wants to sp- you know have time to spend his money. So I, I don't blame him. He's taking a lot of hits. Last thing you want as a quarterback, last thing you want to do is get get all this concussion stuff going on and it just can't live your life. Yeah, I mean, I saw I saw that he said that he's been in and out of rehab and he's tired of getting hurt and the game wasn't fun to him anymore. I understand that, but I mean, still what is you doing waiting this long to to retire? I mean, putting Indianapolis in a pr- position where they I mean, do they have anybody? They got to Kobe Brissett. I mean, he's, you know. I saw I saw um something where it said Kaepernick was tiptoeing around, possibly going, but no chance. Oh man, no chance. That, no. You know, I, I read that he actually got twenty four mil million from the Colts that they like could have basically taken away from him since he retired early. Which is, I mean, they kind of just like gave it to him as like a parting gift, I guess. Right. Let him have it, and but he left fifty eight million in salary on the table by leaving, which is crazy. Wow. Uh, but I mean, it, he he's made so much money. I mean, what does it really matter? Fifty-eight more million, I guess. Yeah, I think he he said. So get this, he he's retiring because rehabbing was too hard. Making <laughs> fifty-eight million doing <laughs> rehab was too hard. Yeah, that's that's got to be rough. <laughs> I can't I, imagine. So I I mean I I tore my ACL and I'm rehabbing. I'm paying for rehab. I couldn't. I, I don't understand that. Rehab is too hard. And you're getting paid. I mean, is it too mentally challenging for you, or? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) wow. I mean, that is no. That's literally what what he said. It he said that rehabbing was so mentally challenging that that he just couldn't do it anymore. And And this is a kid from like that did Stanford, and he was a quarterback at Stanford and did architecture. You'd think he'd be pretty mentally tough. Yeah, I mean, he should be fine. He's like you said from graduated from Stanford. He's intelligent. He will take the fifty million, give or take. I'm sure he's invested it very wisely, and he sh- he should be fine. Yeah. All right, that will be it for episode three. Appreciate all everyone uh, taking a listen. Until next time, we are the Triple Option Podcast. Enjoy a full slate of games next week. Oh yeah, Hail State.